Well, greetings, everyone. Grace and peace to you today. I am Pastor Bobby. Thanks so much for listening to this week's meditation. You know, throughout Jesus's ministry, he used parables to teach his disciples and others. These were stories of everyday life that contained truths about God, humanity, and the ways of this world. I've always loved the parables, and I imagine that those who heard them directly from Jesus probably walked away thinking, well, that was a nice story, only to have the truth Jesus was teaching hit them hours or maybe even days later. The parable that I've probably thought about the most is the one about a sower sowing seed. Listen to it from Mark chapter 4. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants, so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some a hundred times. Then Jesus said, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the 12 and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside, everything is said in parables so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving, ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they might turn and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seeds sown along rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seeds sown among thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times what was sown. You know, anyone who's planted any kind of seed has one goal in mind for that seed, for it to grow into what it's supposed to be, a beautiful flower, a fruitful plant, a strong tree, whatever. The sower in Jesus' story is no different. The seed being sown is God's word, and the desire of the sower is for that seed to grow and produce a crop. And according to Jesus, the X factor in this process is the place where the seed is sown. If it's sown on hard ground or on rocks or in thorns, it will be unfruitful. But if the word of God is sown in good soil, it produces its intended fruit. This picture reminds me of the person described in Psalm 1 as a tree planted by streams of water. They produce fruit. They're healthy. They're resilient. 
because they delight in God's words. The seed has found good soil. Its roots have spread deep. This person has a life system built on what God says is true. So they perceive and engage with the world in a way that reflects the kingdom of God. Their life produces the fruit God created them to produce. The reason I've thought so much about this parable is that I tend to think the soil of my mind and heart is good by default. I'm a Christian. So that means I'll think and feel and act in a way that naturally honors God, right? Well, no. I'm not above being a hard path that is selfishly stubborn and stuck in my way of thinking. I'm also vulnerable to trouble and persecution. And when those things come into my life, I can easily forget what is true. I'm also in danger of loving the world so much. My power, my position, my possession, my politics, that it becomes what shapes me most. You see, we aren't neutral in this life. Someone or something will shape what grows in our hearts and is produced in our living. There are lots of opportunists out there right now taking advantage of this current moment in our country, using the unrest, the grief, the anxiety that so many of us feel to advance their own kingdom. Are we aware of what seed is being sown into us? Are we aware of what kind of soil we are? Are we seeking out the kingdom of Jesus and his righteousness through consistent time in the scriptures and in prayer? Are we asking the spirit to expose our resistance and unwillingness to being transformed? Are we allowing other brothers and sisters to speak the words of life into our life? Jesus told his disciples that the, key, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. That secret is that life with God under the rule of God is the life we were made for. It's the life this world so desperately needs but is often too blind or deaf to receive it. We have seen it. We have heard it. And we have produced and shared in the fruit of it. And my prayer is that God will continue to make it so. Grace to you this week.